You're listening to the Marathon Church Podcast. We exist to build communities that love Jesus, love people, and live on purpose. To learn more about Marathon Church, visit MarathonChurch.org. We hope that this encourages you and builds your faith. Enjoy this week's message. Welcome, everybody. I love it. Everybody watching online, thank y'all for hanging in there, coming out. Uh, I prayed for snow, but we didn't get it. We'll try next time. Be all right. But uh, we're gonna, we've been talking this thing called Stay Positive. And uh, <laughs> let me just give you, let me help you. Uh, I think 2021 is going to be better than 2020. Is that all right? I am positive that 2021 is going to be better than, okay, well, let's just give it a few weeks, okay? And then we'll see what happens. Thank you, Brian. You're so good, Brian. So good. I'm so glad I didn't kill you when you were younger. I'm so, you know, that's sad. Should I, that's positive. Is that not being positive? That's pretty good. But I think a lot of us, uh, it's really, if I say we're, um, uh, we're going to have a positive week next week, and you say, yes, that is. I'm like, is that my positive? Are you going to take my positive? Are you going to have a positive? Or do we have any idea what that means? And so I think sometimes we're not sure exactly what it means. So you know you have to be taught this stuff. You're not born like, like happy. You know, you come out screaming, you know. So you're not happy to begin with, you know, whatever, messing up everything. So we have to be told to be positive. You ever know that? And then you have to be reminded again. Well, you should just be positive today. You have to be reminded because it's not us. And I think we struggle with that sometimes. And so there's all these books out about how to be positive, what to say, how to think positive. We have one book that really told us all about it, which was called the Bible. But then everybody else decided they wanted to write something. And so the Bible tells us about this positivity, uh, to be positive that, and, all, and think good thoughts. Now, this, all, this, is really, this is so hard because most of you do not think good thoughts. You know how I know that? Because I don't either. Because that's just the way it is. You know, we're, I mean, we're, at times we're really good at it, aren't we? We're like, we're real positive. It's good. I feel good today. Things are going to be wonderful. And then next week, it's like, it, went all, it all went away. And we have these things happen to us. So I'll give you some statements. I just love these positive statements. You know, it's just like, put them on your refrigerator and everything. But you really need to do that. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, just don't take my positive, okay? Keep your own positive. And so here it is. Uh, things have a way of working themselves out if we just remain positive. That sounds good. I, said, I, I, think, about that, I think about that when I, I read the Bible, the stories in the Bible. It didn't seem to work out so well for some of them. But they were positive about it. There was something about that, though, because the Apostle Paul was the greatest of all doing this. When it came to rejoice in all things, uh, you know, be happy, uh, you know, all this stuff, there was something he knew that I'm going to tell you. And here's what I would say this morning. Try to take something away like one thing. Don't try to remember everything I say. You won't ever remember everything I say. But find that one thing that God wants you to know and wants you to take away. So I think we remain positive. Everything's just going to work out. That's what I'm saying for 2021. I'm positive it's going to work out. Based on what? That's what we're going to talk about. So I can help you. Uh, I don't, I don't think anything is unrealistic if you believe you can do it. Correct. Well, I will never play golf like Tiger Woods. But I'm positive about uh, playing golf, that kind of thing. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? 
So I think these are great sayings and stuff, and I think we need to have these sayings, and we need to remain positive, and you think the best. Why? Because God told us to, but he just didn't leave it with that. He just didn't leave you with a, a positive thought, by the way. He said, just think good thoughts. There's a reason how, I, how he works and what he does. Uh, here's one. Let me read this one. I believe one of my strengths, I didn't write this. Okay, so don't think I wrote this. I believe one of my strengths is my ability to keep negative thoughts out. Amen. I'd love to meet that person. You know what I'm saying right now? You're having them, you're having like, why? You ever had just walking, just like having a normal day and just like this thought comes in, I want to kill him. Where did that come from? You know, like, why do we have all these children? You know, have you ever had that thought? I mean, really, I'm just saying these things are flying in and you have no idea, like, how did that get in there? Well, I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> so, I mean, oh, just be positive. You'll be all right. You're going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. It really will. It may not work out for you, but it's going to work out. You say, that's really crazy. Well, Apostle Paul had some thoughts about that, and we'll talk about that. Uh, just put this on your refrigerator. Be positive. Have you, have, you, have you had to teach your children to be good? And how did that work out? Okay, I mean, just think about what I'm saying. So just believing it and thinking it and being motivated for it, we can't keep that. There has to be something else that the Bible talks about that tells us how to do it because I don't think we can keep it. Just, just, you know, I just don't think it can be there. I always turn negative situation into a positive situation. Like lemonade, lemons, you get lemonade. Uh, you know, um, let me give you a good one. Uh, a bad day at the golf course is a better is a good better than a good day at work. Is that right? Well, it depends how bad it could be. If you if you go out on the golf course and I say I'm going to have a good day today, that is different than saying I'm going to play well today. So there's a thing that we have that says it's a good day or a bad day or a positive day or a positive week. You know how much energy and time we spend trying to make things go right? You're trying to make things go right in a place that things don't go right. You ever notice that? That's really, really crazy. But we spend a lot of energy and, and make those things happen. So here's some things that Brian and Chase were talking about. What consumes your thoughts controls your life. That's why we have these sayings Think positive thoughts, think positive thoughts. Everything's going to be better. We do all that. But there's a source for that that we need to get into. It's just not a saying or a motivation or a book. There's some power behind these things. And so it is true. It's the transformation of thoughts the Bible talks about. It's just not just the heart because your heart's messed up. John knows that. Do you know you have feelings that are not real? You ever thought about it? And then you think about it. You have a feeling, oh, that must be real. And the Bible says that isn't how you deal with life, you have to, you, it comes from thoughts. It doesn't come from feelings. Your heart's deceitful above all things. How is that for a positive thing? Isn't it crazy? I'm going to get there. Okay, stay with me. Okay, so here we go. Gratitude creates the right thoughts. It does. Because what happens to you is it's hard to be happy and positive when somebody else gets the new car that you want. If you didn't look out the window, you'd be fine. You know what I'm talking about? Don't look, don't look what, the, what everybody else has got. Be happy with what you have, and then it creates that, that attitude. It creates that positive thought that's happening because God is uh, doing things for you, 
and sometimes you're just not aware of it. And then we have these, these thoughts come in, like, how did I get that? Why am I thinking that? Well, we'll talk about that. So we tend to struggle with back and forth, happy, happy thoughts, not even happy, but positive thoughts. Everything's going to work out. Everything's going to be a good day. And then Paul's in prison. Let's go to prison. Now, if you look hard enough around on Facebook, you'll find out that your life is much better than other people. Have y'all noticed? It seems like we rejoice that, oh, my life's not as bad as theirs. I'm feeling pretty good. Is that really how we're supposed to do this? And so this is kind of what happens. And so we have to think about this. We tend to go back and forth with happy, sad, happy, sad, positive. And, and because we're, de- we're dependent on circumstances or people to make that happen. And that's not where it happens at all. So you have to go to Paul. You go back to Apostle Paul. He's in prison and he has joy all the time. He's, he's <laughs> I really, you really, you know, you think he's a nut. But he really has joy all the time. He's positive about the situation. He wrote Philippians in prison. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's my verse, and you can't have it. My verse. And I'll tell you about writing a verse. I'm going to give you some stuff. We're going to write a verse as if it's alive. And I'll tell you all about how that works. Because that's how you get through stuff. That's where this power comes from. And you'll have to understand about God's word. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. So how does this all come together? How does this work? So... Gratitude creates that thought, uh, I'm happy with what I have, and I don't need any more. Because here's the deal, that's not you. You want more, and you're never going to be satisfied. You see, all this is happening because you're born into this. This is how it is. You don't have positive thoughts. You have to make yourself. It's too much energy to have a thought, a good thought. How much energy does it take to say something good about somebody else? Now, think about that for a minute. That's really hard because it's easier just to say bad things. That's just who we are. So this guy in the Bible named Job, I used to call it Job, but it's Job. And so he had all these, uh, and here's the deal with him. Let's think about this. He had, uh, he had everything, and then he didn't have everything. Does that make sense? So Job has everything, he's got all the money, he's got friends, he's got family and everything, so everything's going away. All his friends are leaving him, his family's dying, he's losing all his money, and all he's going to have left is God. And I'm not sure he was really satisfied with that in the beginning. So here's what he said. I'm going to give you some kind of Job thought here. Here's what he said. I think I got it up here. Uh, What I always feared has happened to me. And so is it possible that we can bring some of this stuff onto us because we're afraid of it or we talk about it or we say it? You know, I mean, is it possible? It is. That's the Bible says your words have power. You got to be really careful. So Job just told everybody what he was afraid of, and so it started happening. It started happening. What I dreaded has come true. So what he, didn't, what he was scared of and afraid of, it just all happened. And so now he's sitting in this place where what do I do now? What's next? Because it's going to take, this is something you have to understand, it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of transformation. This is an everyday thing. If you want to be a positive person, if you know some of those people, congratulations. But they're not always sweet. Even as positive as they are, they're not always sweet because you can't get away from who you are and how we're born. This is why we need Jesus Christ in our lives to transform our thoughts. And even with that, we're still going to do things we don't want to do. Paul did the same thing over and over again. 
It's, it's just what it is. So we have to realize that it is in our DNA to be negative. Don't have to teach a child to be mean, lie, or steal. That is a natural process. Did you know that? Same way for adults. As you get older, you kind of manage it. You know, you, you kind of manage some of the lying and the stealing and some of the bad thoughts. You know, you kind of manage it a little better than a child, hopefully. But it's in your DNA not to be a positive person. It's in your DNA just to be completely negative. And you're just going to... I don't know what your go-to negative is. I don't know if you slam people. I'm sure we talk about people in the car when nobody's around. We just do that. Have you ever noticed that? We just do that. We don't, we don't like people, and we don't know why we don't like them. And we just say bad things all the time. I hate the weather. The weather's the number one pe- thing people hate. And just, can you control that? Have you ever thought about it? People are fussing on Facebook. Everywhere. Well, it's too cold. It's too hot. It's too rainy. It's too... Th- what? We can't, are you doing, how do we fix that? You see what I'm saying? This is who we are. We just like it. It feels good, doesn't it? Oh, it's just who we are. It's in our nature to do that. We're already slanted to the dark side. So it doesn't take much. Now, if you're going to go to the, the, the you know, go positive side, the good side, if you want to go, it's going to take a lot of energy. This is what people don't want to do. This is why it's hard to live this Christian life. Even with Jesus Christ in our life and the power within our life is very hard to do because it takes energy. It's just easier to be negative. I hate life. I don't like my job. I don't like people. It's not like Eeyore, doesn't it? I just, it's just so much easier. Let's try to say something good. I love people. That hurt, didn't it? You want to do it again? That hurt. Some of you are hurting right now. Please don't hurt. It'll be okay. Watch this. Everything's going to work out in the end. You like that? Okay. But I'm just telling you, it takes so much energy because you're already slanted. And this is what the Bible says. You're just already born away from God. So God's going to try to come in here and give you his stuff, his thoughts, the way he thinks, and create a world inside this world that you've never had before. Do you understand how that works? He's going to give you thoughts, and he's going to transform your, your thoughts and your mind, your heart. I, you're going to actually maybe like people a little. On some days, depends what day it is. But I'm just saying there's things in there he's going to transform because that's what he does. It's already slanted there. I don't know what your negative thought go-to is. I don't like this. I don't like that. Uh, Some of you here, I would try this. Some of you, let's just don't speak unless we say something good. Now, it's going to be really quiet for a while. I mean, I'm not being, I'm just saying, is that not true? Let's think about all the things you say every day that are not, that are negative. Just think about it. Just think about it. how many things you, how many things between now and going to work on Monday, tomorrow, you're going to say that, just, that you don't like. And you don't really know why, but, but this is because you're just born this way. And that's what you have to watch. And this is what it is. The shows that we watch on TV now, since COVID happened, I've been watching all kind of, I've learned how to make all kinds of stuff. You wouldn't believe. And then I got a hold of this thing called the Cornhole Championships. Y'all say that? That's like watching paint dry. Just letting you know. And then I hear all this stuff. Then I got into Gold Rush. Gold Rush. You know why we watch these shows? Because nothing goes right. It's not, because, it's not, a, it's not the Brady Bunch. And then I hear everybody, this is what I'm in hearing. The Housewives of Atlanta, Chicago, Orange County, whatever. And you watch it because these are rich people that can't get along. You know that? They just cannot get along. They got everything in the world, and they hate each other. And you know what? You love it. 
But you want your life to be different. And it's good to see other somebody else's pain, isn't it? That's a positive thought. And so we watch these shows because they are, uh, they're going to go right. And, life, and let's just make sure we understand we're not in a place where everything goes right. And I think that's, that's very hard for us because we accept Jesus Christ in our life. God changes our life. And we just want things now to be just smooth sailing. Not in that place. You're not in that place. Paul wasn't in that place. There's something else to it than just everything going right. Because you're basing everything, your positive week and your positive thing upon circumstances and people and traffic and weather, for heaven's sake, all going right. What is your perfect day? What is that perfect day out there? You see, how this is Paul was having a perfect day in prison. Does not even make any sense at all. Makes no sense. So we have to think about that. So I, I'm, I'm a positive person. I'm not a positive person. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say a couple things to get over with. I am positively sure that something will go wrong. Is that pretty good? Is that all right? Does that feel better? Yeah, because yeah, that's where you are. Okay, lawnmower going to break down, car going to break down, child's going to back talk, child's not going to do this, husband's not going to do that, wife's not going to, how many, it's just not going to go right. But I'm also positively sure that something good will happen because of the source. See, that good that you, we talk about, the good and the positive and all that stuff, that good came from him. All good things come from the Father. So there is no good without him. You see, we're all no good without him. And so he comes into the picture, and then you do something really amazing. You accept Jesus Christ in your life, and so he brings all the good to you and all the power to you and all the source to you and all those things. This is what Paul discovered. He said, this isn't about where I am. This isn't about things going right. This isn't about the weather. This is about God, totally. He discovered this thing. It's like, oh, I can be happy in everything. I can be happy when I die. He can, he's like, so there's nothing here on earth that can really make me miserable because I have God who's in charge of everything and everything that will happen. He's the one's in charge. He created the good. He created all this stuff. None of this comes from anything but from him. So we have to think for a minute. Positively doesn't come from us, it comes from God. So if, you're gonna, if I'm gonna be positive, I gotta stay connected to the source. I gotta access the source on a daily basis. Put your scripture wherever, put your positivity wherever, but, and remember it, because you'll forget, you will forget, because you're born, we're just born crazy. I mean, we are, we, we are capable of any crazy, and you just watch the news, we're there. You know, so now we're just getting more crazy. And you say, well, supposed to, is, where we, is the world supposed to get more crazy? Well, sure it is. We're not, we're, it's just the way we're born. So you have to realize that. If anything good happens on the earth, it's because, watch this, it was done by someone on purpose, not by accident. You want to you break that out a little bit? Did, watch it. Did something good happen to you? Watching a line or in here. Did something good happen to you this week? And, and if it did... It's because somebody did it. Because we don't live in the place where it just automatically happens. In a few weeks, we're all going to be spraying our yards because there's going to be weeds we did not plant. You need to just look at the earth and how things work and how seasons work and how things happen. Then you can understand where you live. I, listen, wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be just wonderful that your, your yard just was burst out with just flowers? 
You know what I'm saying? I didn't have to plant that. It just, boom, there they are. But that's not the how, how it works. Why? We don't live in that place. If you want something good to happen, you're going to have to do it. Either somebody's going to do it for you or you're going to do it for them. And if, not, if you don't do it and they don't do it, then nothing good's going to happen. And the good has been given to us by God. And all good things come to the Father, to his children. And we do the good and we bring the good on earth. This is what Paul discovered. We are the joy. We are the happy. We are the positive because of our source. Everything comes from God. So if something good is going to happen on this earth, it's because somebody did it. Somebody planted it. Wouldn't it be so good? And then I plant these roses, and they called it, they have rose diseases. And then they kill all your roses. Like, I don't, they never bother the weeds. You ever notice weeds don't have diseases? They don't die. They just come right up. I decided in my front yard, I'm just going to let the dandelions be. I'm just going to cut them down. They're pretty little yellow things. You know what I'm saying? That's my flower. I didn't have to do nothing to it. But I'm saying, on this earth, this is what has to happen. Somebody has to make it happen. Something has to happen. Somebody's got to do it. So here's, here's what we know. Our environment, our world is not set up for good to happen on its own. Are you understanding where you live now? Now, you go to, listen, are you hoping for good things next week? How is that happening? You ever thought about this? We're, we're hoping for good things next week. Now, hang on a minute. How's that going to happen? Are you going to do the good? Or is somebody else going to do the good? Because it's not just going, bang, there it is. It's not going to happen. So if something good happens to you, it's because somebody did it. Everybody got it. Maybe you should be doing the good. You know why I say that? Because he told us to. Because we're the only good thing here. Did y'all know that? That is scary, isn't it? We're the ones bringing the good. We're the children of God bringing the good and the joy and the peace. Those are the things that we do. We are definitely should be positive. Why? Because we have a God. I'm going to tell you how to write a verse in a minute. We don't need more self-confidence. We need more God-confidence. That's what we really need. You can read a book if you want. I suggest the Bible. But we can read a book. We can read all. Oh, I'm like, I can do it. I'm motivated. How many are, is this January? I can't remember what month it is. It's been so slow. I guess we're all we're exercising now, right? Is that right? Is that what we're doing? I have this, I went the other way. I discovered these incredible brownies. And I, I mean, I can go to Sam's and you get a big old box. It's Hershey triple chocolate, just throwing it out there. And then I take Hershey syrup itself and I put a half a cup of that inside that. People listen, watching online, look at me. Unbelievable. And the problem is with that is I want to have them every day and I have for a week. I just keep, it just, they just go away. And I don't understand. So I have to do it again. So we have to realize that everything that we do, everything that we think, all the stuff that's happening in, a, in our life, this source is from God. It's not from us. Does everybody get that? The source is from him, and we have to understand that. So let me, let me do this. Uh, let me tell you who we are so that we can get away from this, okay, I can do it on my own. I can, all I need is more self-confidence. I just be a more positive person. All that is very true. But the self-confidence and the positive and the happy comes from God. You don't get it here. You're not going to find it in a self-help book. You're going to find it in the Bible and you're going to find it in God. And how does that work? And I'll say this, as we begin to write a verse, are y'all still following me? Everybody with me? We're going to write a verse. There's something about his word that changes things that you don't know about, and I'll tell you how to do it. So here's, here you are. 
Here's what, here's what the Bible says that you are. This is how you're born. Uh, your heart is deceitful. You can't trust your feelings. You ever been in love? Then out of love, and then in love, and then out of love, and love this, and you love, you know, it's just, I don't know what, I don't know what. My flesh is weak. We do things we're not supposed to do. You ever notice that? Do you know we actually do things that will kill us? We take things and drink things and smoke things that will kill us. Some of you, I'm hurting you right now. I get it. But I'm just telling you, we're not, we're not real smart. I'm just being honest with you. We're just not real smart because of our flesh. This is why he called us sheep. He said, we're not real smart. And my behavior is inconsistent. You ever notice that? One week we're good, next week we're bad. One day we're good, next week we're not good. Next day we're not good. You know who, who said this first? The guy in prison named Apostle Paul. He said, I can't get this thing right. He said, I am so inconsistent. You know, this is the guy who saw heaven. Saw Jesus. I mean, he saw it all. He wrote it all. He was there. He said, I can't get it. I can't get it. Because this, is, because this stuff, what we're wanting, can't come from us, and it can't come from here. It can only come from him. And that's the source of it. That's where everything happens. So it happens. Let me give you this. Possible possibilities. Okay? Positive possibilities in the storm. So you're going through something. I'm sorry, I was outside all morning, and I'm now just coming up. I can feel myself. My hands are coming back. It's all good. My nose is still running. Positive possibilities in the storm. Now, you could, here's how you can do this. Okay, so let's remember, first of all, I'm talking to people who know Jesus Christ and are Christians. Does everybody understand? If you don't know Jesus Christ, this is going to be very, you, I don't know how you're living, honestly. I don't know how you're making it. I don't know how you live. You're watching online. I don't know how you're making it. Because it's hard enough to know Jesus Christ and be in this world and to make it through life on a positive day and a positive note. So I don't know how you're doing it. So the first thing you can do uh, is do nothing until something good happens. Just hunker down, step back, and just wait and see what happens. Is it possible that something good could happen to you? Well, it could. You know why? Because somebody else would do it. That's how what it is very, it's a possible, a positive possibility that if you just do nothing, eventually something will, good will happen, but it will come from somebody. It will. That's not me, by the way. I'm not the hunker down guy. <laughs> here's, my, here's me right here. I'm a move with it, adapt, see God working. I'm, I'm going to ride the storm. I'm going to ride it. I'm not going to hunker down. I'm going to ride because I'm excited, because <laughs> I know what God does, and oh yeah, I'm going to have to hang on now. I'm going to have to hang on, but I love riding the storm, because that's where people know Jesus Christ. That's where they meet. Did you understand that crisis creates opportunity for people to know Jesus Christ? So in the storm, when the things are bouncing around, that's when it happens. It's not when everything's smooth, but it's when it's all bouncing around. So I want to ride. I want to see what God's up to and see what he can do, because you'll see God do things in your life in a storm that you've never seen before. It's always there, always possible. It's always been there. And the other thing, and here's what I love to do. I call it, uh, you buckle up, ride the verse, find your song. Now, my verse, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's my verse. I've had that since I was a teenager, and I've been riding that verse all my life. Because I can do all things through Christ. I can't do all things. But he can do all things, so I'm going to ride that verse. So if, if you could imagine this verse being alive, so I don't, do you, the first question, 
do you have a verse? Now, you can just read the Bible and you can just pick verses, but I'm no, 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 I'm saying you have to have one because if you're gonna live in this world and you're gonna go through all the things that we have to deal with, you're gonna need something to hang on to and to ride because this is a living thing. This is what you don't get. When I'm talking about riding the verse, I'm talking about a living thing that's happening. So I'm gonna buckle up, I'm gonna ride my verse. Now, you might have a song. In, a, in this storm, you might find your song. Uh, my song, this is nothing to do with Christians. Okay, Fleetwood Mac, tell you how old I am. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Don't stop. It'll soon be here. Y'all know what I'm talking about? It'll be here better than before. Yesterday's gone. Yesterday's gone. That's a good song for me because I'm writing, I can do all things through Christ. So I'm having a bad day today. What does it matter? This is what it tells you when you own your verse. Now, sometimes we're just, we're just riding along, and sometimes it's like, a, it's like a bucking horse. It's like hanging on to a bull. It's like, oh, really? Yeah, just hang on. Hang on. But I'm riding the verse because there's power in the verse. It's because of this. Let me show you why. Here's the why for this. Because the Word of God is alive. Let me, let me help you right now. The Word of God is not on a page and is not in an app. It is alive and it is moving around us as I speak. You are here because of the Word of God who spoke this world into existence and we live on the Word. We live in the Word. If you could see this, he talks about this, these unseen things. If you could look around, if you put on some God glasses and you look around, you can see, the, the, you can see His Word just moving everywhere. Just moving everywhere. What happens? Well, what happens with that is some of us actually we pick up on that. We pick. Oh, I like. I'm going to ride that one. And then all of a sudden, I'm riding verses, and good things begin to happen. Not just for me, but for other people. I don't see life the same when I'm riding the verse. I'm living. I mean, I'm living in His Word right now, and so are you. And this is why Paul, when he talks. He doesn't understand why we would not be happy. He said, why could you not rejoice in what we already know? I said, I'm, you know, he's, he's writing the verse. He's writing them. Can you only imagine what he was thinking? But watch this, alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. This is the word of, this is what I have attached myself to, and I am writing on. Do you understand it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. This whole thing changes who I am. You understand what I'm saying? It changes my attitude. It changes my heart. It changes my thoughts. I, oh, my, I'm, I'm hanging on. It's a breathing thing. And, and most of us never know. We never know. We just think it's a go-to book or an ask God for something. I need this. I need that. This is a living thing. If you don't have a verse, you need to get one. And you can't have my verse or my song. It's mine. Let you know. So we need to know that. Three truths to help you build. I want you to think about this. This is for you. And I have this cool story that you don't know about from Kelly and Spencer. In just a minute. We're not doing that yet. I'm just throwing it out. When you're doing it yet, everybody calm down. All right. I got to be careful. I'm throwing out stuff. Here we go. Uh, my God is always for me. This is what Paul discovered. This living, breathing thing is so active. The Word of God is moving all around us everywhere. 
we just get on it, ride it, you know, uh, or we're going to be positive. I might be positive tomorrow. I might be. I don't know. My flesh might like, you know, I might be tired. I might be sick. You know, you ever been sick and you're tired? You're not in a very good mood. You're not really speaking great things. I mean, it's just who, it's our flesh we deal with. And Paul understood that. He said, that's why I'm crazy too. So he, th- he knew this. So God's always for me. If God is for us, who can ever be against us? He's always been for us. He's always been for you. You have to, but God always helps me. Why would he not? You ever thought this? Why would he not help us? He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. Why would he not care? He cares. Does he want us to enjoy life? Well, sure. You have to understand the source of joy, source of life, all those things. Never I'll leave you, never I'll forsake you. So we can say, but confidence, Lord, is my helper. I will not be afraid. I don't care how you feel. Let me, let me go ahead and help you. I don't care how you feel tomorrow. You feel bad. You feel like God loves you. He still does. Still does. Well, I don't feel it. Well, of course you don't feel it. Your heart's deceitful above all things. How do you suppose? You know, we're just, we're just made like this. But you have to understand that. Last day, my God is still working in me. This is one of my favorite verses, Philippians 1, 6. Because this, this is what I, this, between that one, this one and the other one that I, Philippians 4.13, this is one that I love to write because being confident of this, that the God who began a good work, good work, in you will carry it to completion until the day of Jesus, of Christ Jesus. So you, this is, this is what I stand on, I live by, I, I let it just kind of breathe and work and move. You know, because I know that the source of all happiness and joy and all the things that we're going to experience, the good things is coming from Him. This is not that place to have everything go right. Somebody has to do it. And He says, you need to do it. Now, let me, let me tell you what's going on behind me that y'all are watching that. Spencer and Kelly have a unique story. Here's what you all need to know that you're going to have a unique story that nobody will be able to tell but you. And so, I want you to hear their story. So here we go. Hey everybody, I'm Spencer and this is my wife Kelly. And we just wanted to share a little bit of our story with you guys today. So we have a daughter, she's one and a half, her name is Everly, and um, she was born June 2019, but she was born um, three and a half weeks early, so a bit unexpected for us. Um, We had a great experience, she was born, she was beautiful, and shortly after that um, we got transported to our room to just relax and be as a family of three, and um, they took her. They realized she wasn't breathing well. Um, she just had a lot of unexpected complications because she was a preemie. So she was five pounds, 11 ounces when she was born. Um, and so very quickly our plans of normalcy with having a newborn shifted. And so, um, we ended up staying in the NICU with her for 10 days and it was probably the hardest 10 days I think we've ever experienced together. And um, it was just so unexpected for us and not what we thought 
was in the plan and it sent us questioning a lot, asking God why this was happening. And, you know, we really had to learn to trust in Him and not lean on our own understanding. Um, and something that we did when we were just in the waiting and, and trying to figure out what was going on, when we would be able to go home. This song, Confident, was, it became our prayer. Yeah, the words to the song really became our prayer over her life. And um, in those moments, those quiet moments, when we actually got to be with her in the NICU and stuff, it was, it was very powerful the way God was present. There was a peace. Um, there was a peace about it that I can't explain um, because, you know, God was just very real to us. And um, he really revealed himself through these words and through this song. It taught us and helped us just rely and be confident in the Lord and not trust on anything that we knew because everything that we knew, we felt like had been stripped away. And so I can remember going back and forth from the hospital and just both of us crying out to God with this song because we didn't have any other words to say. All we could say was that we were gonna be confident in God, because that's all we could do. So we got to come home, like I said, after 10 days, and we look back at that time. Honestly, it, it almost feels like a distant memory, but then there are moments that are so vivid to me because of how God worked. And, you know, we still are reminded of how faithful He was in that season and I think it's just really cool to look back on when we're feeling unsure of the future or unsure of of what we're facing and to just have that reminder of of God saying I had you then I have you now I have you in the future I have this I'm I am in control and she is healthy and happy and sassy and <laughs> A full-blown toddler now running around and we are we are so thankful. Y'all stand with me. These are two wonderful people. I've known them a long time. And God has done a, such a great work in their life to be so young. To be so young. I, I don't know what your verse is. Or you might even need a song with that, or one of those you need. You need a verse for sure you can write. I'm telling you that 2021 will be better because we're going to make it better. Do you understand how that works? That's what we do. That's, that's who we are, and that's what we do. God's Word is living and active and moving and breathing, and that's what we're going to do because we're going to make sure 2021 is that right? Yeah. 2021 is working. And we're going to make it happen. So I don't know what you need. Let me say, if you're watching online, look, and if people in here, everybody's looking at me. If you don't know Jesus Christ, it, it is going to be, I don't know how you make it. It's misery living in this place without Jesus Christ. Misery. So let's bow our heads. And let's do this. If you want to accept Jesus Christ, I need you to pray this prayer with me. 
let's, let's take on this joy. Let's take on this peace. Let's take on these things that he can bring. Pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I ask that you come into my life and change me. Make me a new person. I want to follow you. I ask that you forgive me of my sin. Forgive me for not following you sooner. I believe you died for me. I believe you rose from the dead. Thank you for hearing my prayer and changing my life forever. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Without him, we don't make it. We live in misery, but with him we have joy, peace, and we bring the good. So I hope that you find your verse. So let me pray for that and we'll be dismissed. Father, I pray right now that we'll bring the good in 2021. We will not sit back and wait. We will move the kingdom. We will bring joy. We will bring peace. We will bring all the things you brought us and we will move the kingdom. And we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you were encouraged by today's message and made a decision to follow Jesus, be sure to let us know by connecting with us online at marathonchurch.org. If you haven't already, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience more messages, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at marathonchurch.org or download the Marathon Church app. Thanks for listening to the Marathon Church Podcast.